guys doing? How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for tuning into another awesome podcast episode here at Brian's Place. Today, y'all, we have truly an amazing and amazing feature guest. Today's feature guest, she has received her doctorate in ministry. She is a board certified Christian counselor. She is a breast cancer survivor. She is an awesome, powerful woman of God. She's a minister, two times author, because she and because she carries the voice and the heartbeat of heaven, she is sought out all across the land, and she is recently married. Please welcome my sister, Dr. Toya Spencer Fillmore. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you for having me on, Brian. I appreciate it. You are definitely welcome. And again, thank you so much for... Uh, for tuning, for um, coming on. Definitely, definitely appreciate it. No problem, no problem. Absolutely. Uh, am delighted, you know, delighted and, you know, just for me, just to be, you know, asked and thought about and, you know, wanting to me, you know, wanted me to share my story. So, you know, I just appreciate God just giving me the opportunity, you know, to meet you and, and to meet your viewers and, and just, you know, just to talk about the word of God, you know, Amen. share the gospel. Yes, yes, that's what's up, definitely, definitely. So, um, yeah, first of all, I want to say major congrats on your recent marriage. You know, when God does a thing, it is an awesome thing. So definitely congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. So, so it's always good, you know, when God blesses you. You know, the first time was uh, was a blessing as well. You know, I got two beautiful children out of it. Um, you know, but sometimes when you're not obedient and uh, to God's will, God will snatch that gift that you that He has given you, right? Sometimes if you're not appreciative of the gift that God has given you, He'll snatch it away. Uh-huh. You know, our prophecies. We have to think about prophecies because when I was married, we got all these different prophecies. My first marriage, we got all these different prophecies how we was gonna, you know, teach and we was gonna have this mega ministry and all of that. But when you become when you become out of alignment with God and the word that he has given to you upon your life and you're not obedient to what God is giving you to do, sometimes he'll snatch it because prophecies are conditional. It's not always um, uh, set in stone, right? Some prophecies are conditional. And if you're not in alignment and being obedient to his word, he'll snatch that gift that he's giving you and give it to somebody that will appreciate and be obedient to what he needs you to do. Hmm. Wow. That's amen. That's that's true. Obedience is a key. It yeah, is truly the key. They say obedience is better than a sacrifice, right? That's it. It sure. is. It <laughs> is. <laughs> Definitely is. Um, Pastor Keon Henderson once said, just wait until you see why God had you wait. What God is doing is beyond what you could ever pray for or think for. When you hear those words, what comes to your mind? Well, you know, when it when it comes to waiting, you know, we, we don't want we don't like waiting, right? We think it's supposed to just be a microwavable blessing. And sometimes in the wait we get lazy, we get frustrated, we get aggravated, you know, and even in uh when Pastor Keon was saying that it's it's in the wait. Now not now let's let's talk about the wait. Now just because you're waiting doesn't mean you're not moving, right? 
So even in the weight, you still have to move. And what comes to mind is Isaiah 40 and 31. I had to pull it up. Uh, We're going to go back even to 30. It says, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But we always know what but means. It means the things before it negates it. It it doesn't even matter. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. They shall mount up on wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Because in that weight, it gives you strength. In that weight, you find your favor. In that weight, you find your faith. So in that weight, it's important that when you're waiting on God, you're waiting at things, you're getting that victory, you're getting your favor, you're getting the faith, you're building up your innermost man or one man and, and, and being able to experience what God has for us. Because if you don't wait, you, you run the risk of being out there and being unguarded. You run the risk of being out there and having unnecessary warfare. So you run this risk if you don't wait upon God and you do it in your own timing that you're going to mess something up. Mm-hmm. So it's in the weight that your blessings will come. So that's what I think when Pastor Keon said that. Wow. Amen. What a word. <laughs> what a word that is so true. And waiting is um, is essential. And, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of times it can be hard to do, especially in a fast pace, um, your way right away society. But it's essential. And it's like if you take the pie out the oven too soon, then you have mm-hmm. to start the process all over again. That's so, right. It's like in the wait, you have to remind yourself that it's it's worth the wait, you know, because right. mm-hmm. who wants to dig into something and then not be fully ready, whether it's uh, um, a kingdom marriage or whether it's you're waiting for food or anything. It's like mm-hmm. you want it, you know, to be able to enjoy the fullness of it. And Absolutely. that can only come with in a matter of time, you know, mm-hmm. we have to understand you cannot negate the process. Don't negate the process. Your healing is a process. Your blessing is a process. You can't jump in the line. It's like when you go and you go to the line in Walmart. You don't jump in the line. You jump in the line. It's going to be problems, right? It's yeah. going to be issues, right? Yeah. So when you when you wait and have patience to wait on what God has for you, you, know, you don't know what's on the other side of what God has for you. So it's in the wait that that's the blessing that comes. I'm telling you, favor, I'm telling you, it, it, it comes. Yes. It's going to take over you. You it's in the weight that God will blow your mind. It's in the weight that the mush, uh, uh, Russian mighty winds will take over you. It's mm-hmm. in the weight that your healing will come. It's in the weight, hallelujah. It's in that weight that love will come. It's in that weight, hallelujah, that deliverance will come. It's in the weight, hallelujah, hallelujah. But we have to know and we have to learn how to wait on God. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's so true. I could have named this podcast the wait and just like, <laughs> but yes, that, um, that is so true. And there's, uh, you know, there's, there's purpose in the pain. You know, I was just telling someone, you know, the other day that transition isn't always comfortable, but it's, it's needed. It's like when a baby is teething and that it hurts because the teeth are piercing through the gums, but the, mm-hmm. the outer result and the long, their adult teeth are worth that temporary moment of, of pain, you know. That's right. And you know, I've I've never um, I've never been able to sit down and have a conversation with a, a butterfly. But I imagine when it finally um, emerges from the cocoon, that I can look back and see 
how everything I had to go through was so worth worth the process, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, because a butterfly goes through that metamorphosis stage inside of that cocoon, cocoon right? Mm-hmm. So we go through our metaphor, metaphoric stage as well. You know, we go through the childhood, you know, we go through the preteen, we go through the adulthood, we go through our uh, uh, mid-adulthood, like some of us are going through now, menopause and uh, adult stuff, and then we go through the aging process, right? Because we're always changing, we're always evolving, so we always Sometimes we go into a cocoon and we always change, right? We always evolve. If you're not evolving, something is wrong. If you're not learning anything, something is wrong. If you're not teaching anybody anything, something is wrong, right? So we are in that metaphoric stage as well. And we always are evolving and we always are changing. And that's what we need to understand. Even in our marriage, once you sometimes people will say, Every 10 years, you have to you have to re- renew your vows, right? Because sometimes that person that you marry on day one, it's mm-hmm. different on day on year 10 because mm-hmm. they're forever changing. The stuff they used to do, they don't do no more. We, don't you hear that all the time? The stuff mm-hmm. I used to do, I don't do no more. God didn't change my life. God, you didn't change. You still, we go through a metamorphosis. So we're just like that butterfly or the cat. Uh, Caterpillar going into that butterfly, right? Yeah, that's real. That is so real. <laughs> I love it. Um, so you have an awesome um, show called um, Kitchen Conversations, right? Um, would you mind um, sharing more about that? I've seen you know some of it, and it's it's been real, real good. So would you mind um, sharing about that and how that got started? Sure, sure. Kitchen conversation is a thing that uh, a talk form that God gave me during the pandemic. You know, everybody was doing their own little thing on uh, virtual and things of that nature, but He gave it to me to birth it. And it's talking about real people, real issues, but we base it on biblical solutions, right? We talk, we talk about things that the church don't want to talk about half the time. You know, we talk about dating, we talk about marriages, we talk about deliverance we talk about the different aspects of church and the different aspects of prayer intercession we go all the way around we talk about you know life and uh church outside the four walls and you know how god is blessing us in the marketplace but this is the platform that god has given me and it's on thursdays at uh seven o'clock central 8 p.m eastern it's on facebook and it's on youtube Okay. Amen. Kitchen conversation. Be sure to check it out. You will greatly, greatly be blessed. Um, and of course, um, comment, like, and subscribe and share the good word and the depthness of every episode. That is awesome. Congrats on that. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And, um, you also are an author. You have a book, Searching for Love, Healing the Enemy. Wow, that, that mm-hmm. title alone is <laughs> is real good. How did that um, come about and um, what is it about? Well, Searching for Love, A Guide to Healing, healing the Enemy is talking about the inner healing. We have to go through inner healing as, uh, as people, period. I'm not black, white, red, brown, purple, green. We have to go through inner healing because sometimes life gives us what? Lemons. 
and we have to know how to make lemonade. Sometimes we don't know how to make lemonades so, or lemonade. So if you don't know how to make lemonade, you know, sometimes you need help to make that, that lemonade. So in my book, it's talking about how some of the things that I went through throughout my journey. And then God was dealing with me. This was birthed in the, in the pandemic. God was dealing with me, you know, about inner healing and healing and deliverance. And uh, that is one of my mantles is healing and deliverance. And how we have to own our own stuff. We have to own the stuff that we went through. We have to own and acknowledge. And it, it doesn't mean it's always pretty because it's not always pretty. Now, some people go through some horrific things in their lives some horrendous things in their lives, but you have to acknowledge it, you have to accept it, and you have to embrace it, and you have to move on. You have to heal from it, because uh, even unforgiveness, holding on to unforgiveness, unforgiveness is not even a word. Did you know that? It's not a word. It's not even in a dictionary. So that means we are holding on, we're holding on to something that doesn't even exist. Hmm. And then if you're holding on to things and you're you're holding on to unforgiveness, it's like what they say, the, the famous quote, you're drinking poison and want the other person to die. So you yeah. you walking around here mad at the world, holding the grudge, and you see that person, because it happened to me, 20 years down the line, you see this person that you didn't, you didn't fall in elementary school, you didn't have a disagreement in elementary school, and you see that person and every everything come back up, anger come back up. The, the fight come back up. The frustration come back up. That means you want to heal from that, that area. And it doesn't make sense because that was 20, 30 years ago. And you're still holding on to it. But because you forgot it, because you put it out of sight, out of mind, you, for, you forget that you still harboring it. So you think you heal from it until you see that person again. So this is the things that God was dealing with me about inner healing. Right? And sometimes we blame the enemy and it's not the enemy, it's the inner me, right? It's the enemy that is causing us the pain. It's the inner me that we're holding on to because we'll say, oh, that's just me. I don't do that. Oh, it's just me. This is how I feel. But it's the enemy that sometimes causes us to, to hinder our prayers. Sometimes it hinder our blessings. Sometimes it hinders the favor that's on our lives because we're holding on to things and situations and it causes us not to want to open up. It causes us to walk in fear. It causes us to always check our inadequacies, our proclivities, our idiosyncrasies, and always hold on to that and forget that God is using, everybody that God uses in the Bible was not perfect. They had idiosyncrasies. They had issues. They had proclivities. And we have to understand that God, if God used them, God can use you too. So that was that is what inner healing it's all about searching for the love, self-love first. And then that means you can love your, your husband, your wife, your spouse, your girlfriends. Because sometimes we don't even know how to be real friends. <sighs> we don't even know how to be friends with each other because we don't know how to treat each other. And if you love yourself, you can love somebody else. You, you can love your fellow woman or your fellow man, right? You, you know how to treat them. So this is what searching for love a guide to healing the enemy comes from. Wow, I love that. And as you were talking, I was reminded of like, have you ever been in the airport and you see someone trying to rush to their gate, but they're carrying all this luggage and their mm -hmm. luggage is slowing them down. And I believe like a lot of people are trying to 
go to the next level, but they're carrying unnecessary baggage that they haven't checked mm -hmm. at their mental Absolutely. or emotional checkpoint. Mm -hmm. And so they're carrying it with them and they've gotten so accustomed to carrying it with them wherever they go, but it's not needed to the level where they're trying to go to. That's right. That's right. I always oftentimes um, relate to Erica Badu song, Bag Lady. You know, mm -hmm. she, some of her words is, or Bag Lady, you're going to hurt your back. Hmm. carrying all those bags like that so that is telling me that you you know you keep carrying you keep putting on bags this bag bag of frustration bag of uh even the things that make maybe you've been molested or maybe you've been raped maybe you've been you know abused sexually maybe you've been abused physically maybe you've been abused verbally but you're still holding on to all of this baggage and, and eventually you're going to start bending over because you got so much baggage mm -hmm. that you're carrying. And how are you going to be able to, to stand? Mm -hmm. You're going to have to drop the baggage. You're going to have to drop it. You're going to have to forgive. You see, that's all this unforgiveness that don't, don't exist. But the things that you have went through and you're holding on to is causing you to bend over, you know, mm -hmm. and because it's so heavy. It's causing you to have headaches. It's causing you to have... Uh, nightmares is causing you to have all these different things because you're walking around with this baggage mm. that you have and you don't want to let go right so even in you taking a flight right you take a flight you've flown before right Brian so yeah. if you take a flight you can and if the, the, the plane is too heavy if the 747 is too heavy guess what it's gonna do it's gonna crash right it's gonna crash and burn so they can't put some too much baggage on the plane because it would it would do what it would burn it would crash so if you are that plane that means you have to take off the baggage you have to take off the weight that so easily besets you you have to take that weight off and realize that god did not create us to carry weight that's why he said cast all your cares upon me for i care for you he wants to carry that burden. He wants to carry that load that you're trying to hold on to that you can't get healed from because you're holding on to it and you're culling it like a baby. Hmm. So you have to take it and you have to give it over to Jesus. You have to give it over to God. And eventually, once you start giving it up and letting go and yielding unto God, all that baggage, all the heaviness will eventually go away. Hmm. Wow. Amen. That's that's real. Where can it be purchased? Um, it, it can be purchased on my website. It can be purchased on Amazon. My website is www.toyaspencer.org/shop, or you can go to Amazon. It's on Amazon as well. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Everyone, please be sure to check it out and greatly be blessed and allow yourselves to be transformed by this awesome book. Mm -hmm. And so your calling, your journey, your healing, your testimony, um, I know you've definitely had a triumphant journey. Would you mind going um, sharing about that? Um, as well, some of you guys don't know, but Brian knows, I am an eight-year breast cancer survivor. Um, I, I wrote a book on that one, too. It is called The Pink Experience. The Pink Experience, it talks about my journey through breast cancer, how God actually told me that I had breast cancer. He didn't have any um, 
well, I didn't feel any lumps. I didn't feel anything. I only had a dream. And I had a dream twice. God showed me this dream twice that uh, I had cancer. I was sitting in the doctor's office. And in the doctor's office, he said I had cancer. He said it was stage two. So um, with that, I went to the to the doctor. You know, I always had, you know, I had to get the, the, the mammogram and everything. And when I got the mammogram, that's when I saw this big uh, white mass in my breast. And uh, the doctor said, I don't know who or what brought you into this office, but it had to be God because you would have never found it until it was too late because wow. it was in the lower quadrant, which was up under my tissue of my breast. She said, you would have never found it until it was too late. So this is, this is just my journey. I didn't want to, you know, I was debating with God. I was fearful. You know, I, he told me everything that I felt, everything I was going through. I was angry. I was mad. I was in denial. I was going through all of those different steps that's in, in, in the back of my book. And I, God told me whatever I was feeling to write it down. And that's how it became a book. So every day, if I was feeling mad, when I started losing my hair, I was angry, I was scared, I was, you know, all of that. Whatever I was feeling, I was writing it. So I wrote it, and it looks, it looks like a journal. So it just was, I don't know if you can see it, maybe. But okay. it's, it's just my everyday journal. Um, it has the five stages of grief in it. Uh, it has, uh, it has. Uh, my, my scriptures, my healing scriptures that I posted all over my, my house, my apartment at the time. I posted all over my apartment. So when I woke up, I saw scriptures. When I walked down the hallway, I saw scriptures. When I went in the kitchen, I saw scriptures. When I walked in my front door, I saw scriptures. So I was constantly being reminded of my healing. And I was constantly proclaiming my healing. I wouldn't allow the enemy. Huh, I wouldn't allow the enemy to... Uh, take away my joy even even after i got diagnosed and i talk about this as well two weeks later my children got diagnosed with different developmental uh disorders my, mm -hmm. my son was diagnosed with autism my daughter my middle daughter was diagnosed with a developmental coordination disorder and that was two weeks after i got diagnosed with breast cancer so people wow. talk about that you know, I talk about God, you know, is that too much? Why are you doing this? Why, why are you putting so much on me? I mean, I, you know, people tell you, you can't ask God why, but why you can't? Mm -hmm. If he's your father. Yeah. Why you can't ask him why? You don't think he's going to answer you? Oh, he's going to answer you. And he's going to mm -hmm. tell you why. Just like I asked him why I got to go through this. He said, it's going to be for my glory. Yes. That's what he told me. That was my answer. He didn't have to give me that. He didn't have to give me the the whole progress or process. He told me that it was going to be for my glory. So it so with that, I armed that with you know my faith and with the favor that I thought you know that I knew I had, and I walked that thing out. I was not giving up. If God said it was going to be for His glory, and I was going to be a testimony, that's what I armed my faith, my walk with, and that's what I did. Hmm. Wow. And it's so awesome that you're able to hold on to God's promises in the midst of the storm. And mm -hmm. um, you're able to see beyond what you saw, you know, and I believe like that's real important. It is. You know, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And, I'm, you know, it's, it was times that 
that I was, you know, discouraged. It was times that I was scared. It was time that I was, uh, I didn't think that uh, it was going to happen because of the pain, because of what I was feeling, what I was going through. But I had to remember the, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. Yeah. So I had to constantly remind myself of the word of God. I have to constantly remind myself of the promises and, 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 and of the blessings that God had for me. God is not a man that he shall lie. No, he, uh, nor is he the son of man that he's going to repent. If he said it, it's going to happen. Yeah. But you have to stand on that word and you have yes. to believe on that word. I believe God. I believe God. That's what you have to keep telling yourself. I believe God. And it's a chant. Even when I went to this conference this weekend, it's I believe God. I believe God. Whatever. I still believe God. Even uh. through my situations. Even through what I'm looking at. Even, even my toes hurt. Even my back hurt. Even my head is hurting. What I'm going through, I still believe that God is going to bring me through. I still believe that I got the victory. I still believe. Hallelujah. you got to constantly remind yourself, hallelujah, that you continue to believe what God has said is going to happen. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And the awesome thing about God's word is that his, uh, his because of the one who spoke it, it's obligated to come to pass and it's obligated to accomplish its purpose. Mm -hmm. So um, his word is, is tried and true, as they say. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, thank you for your, your transparency. And I believe that just as Jesus was transparent with, with Thomas so that Thomas wouldn't believe, likewise, through your uh, transparency, others will be um, helped and uh, greatly blessed. And um, they'll be able to grow stronger in, in God because of your willingness and, again, because of your yes. So that's, that's awesome. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Um, you know, bro broken crown still, uh, still color. It reminds me of the story when, um, when Jesus was feeding the masses mm -hmm. and it says that he took the bread, blessed it and then broke it. Mm -hmm. So now that the bread was broken, that doesn't mean that it still wasn't blessed. And mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, in its broken state, it was able to reach the masses. You're whereas right. if it were never broken, it couldn't feed the masses, so it was just, you know, just an awesome testimony. Mm -hmm. Even in the brokenness, even in that, when Jesus broke the bread, it was it was able to multiply. Yes. <laughs> it was able to be able to multiply. Even in your brokenness, you still are able to multiply. Hallelujah. You still are able to 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 do the things that God has called you and created you to do, even in your brokenness. Hallelujah. Broken crayon still color. Even yes. if you broke broke it two or three times, guess it's what? It's still gonna a crayon. Do? It's gonna yes. it's still crayons and it's still gonna color, right? Yes. Hallelujah. So you could just remember that every time it, it doesn't matter how broken you are. God can use you even in your inadequacies. God can use you, hallelujah, and heal you from the inside out, even if you're broken. That, you know what? I believe God can use you when you're broken the most. Hmm. You know why? Because you're, you're yielded the most because you're broken. Uh -huh. You want to be healed. You don't want to feel like that anymore. You want to feel whole again. So uh -huh. when you're broken, God can come and talk to you and, and mend those broken pieces, mend your broken heart. 
because you don't want to feel like that anymore and you're willing to say god i surrender all i yield unto you whatever you have for me to do whatever you have for me to do whatever it is whatever the assignment is whatever it is god i'm yielded to you my heart is open to you because you're broken Hmm. Because when you're not broken, guess what? You're walking around most of the time in pride. You think it's all about you. You forget how God, what God has brought you from sometimes. Sometimes God got to remind you. You know, even, even uh, 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 Jacob, when Jacob was wrestling with the angel, right? And he said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Hmm. But what did he do? He touched his hip socket and he walked with the limp for the rest of his life. That reminded him, even in that broken place, even because I got this limp, I got this uh, 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 ailment in my hip, mm. I'm still reminded what God said to me. I'm still reminded what God's going to do for me. He's going to bless me because I told him I won't go let you go until you bless me. Mm. Yes. Yes. And I believe there's there's hidden strength in weakness and brokenness you know he said you know my grace is sufficient mm -hmm. my strength is made perfect in your in weakness, your weakness. Mm -hmm. absolutely yes that's like being uh you know being beautifully flawed and speaking of um beautifully flawed you um you have started an awesome um Thing called beautifully flawed, which empowers women and encourages encourages them to walk in their healing, and that is so awesome. Um, how did that uh, come about? Um, yet again, it comes. It came from me. <laughs> you know, me being broken, and me uh, as a part of my ministry. I knew I was called to uh, women and and uh, healing and deliverance, and uh, getting them to walk in their purpose. You know. Uh, getting them to be free from any past traumas, generational curses, anything like that. Um, so God birthed that out of me. And it's actually, I'm trying to revamp it. It's probably going to be called something else. <laughs> but um, I'm being, uh, I think God is getting me to revamp it. But it's going to have the same meaning. You know, it's re refining yourself. It's your identity. Finding your identity in God. Finding your purpose in God. Finding your destiny in God. This is what... Uh, beautifully flawed is about you know what you see when you look in the mirror when you look in the mirror what do you see do you see what God sees or do you see what you see hmm. you know and what is it that you want to change because you know when we get in the mirror just like I've been doing all the time I've been doing this while I'm talking because I'm looking at myself and I'm seeing my hair out of place and I don't want my hair out of place because I'm on TV I mean, I'm on your podcast so I'm always fixing my hair I'm always doing this I'm always fixing something because I think something is broken Right. I'm not accepting what I'm looking at right now. I'm, 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 I want to fix it. So sometimes we want to fix stuff and it's really nothing wrong with us because it's the enemy. It's still the enemy. It's still what we what we see, our image. And I even got a, a, the uh, even in my book, I talk about the image that I see. It's a poem at the end of my book. And that's what uh, uh, that uh, refined well refine her is about is what that's what beautifully flawed is about it's about even function in your flaws you ought to be able to function in your flaws because all of us got flaws mm -hmm. right don't don't use your flaw as an excuse not to function right 
because God can, God can, in that, while you're functioning, God can heal that flaw. And then you're going to have to wait on the other flaw because we are flawed people. We are not perfect people. We are imperfect people living in an imperfect world, striving for perfection. Yes. Yes. Wow. Amen. Amen. Definitely <laughs> awesome. So um, you are doing a lot. You are holding conferences, workshops prophetic seminars, you have three amazing kids, you are a newlywed. So with only 24 hours in each day, how do you uh, <laughs> find time to balance everything? Sometimes it's hard. You know, some, I got an understanding and supporting uh, spouse this time. So uh, sometimes it's hard and, and he works uh, a whole lot. So a lot of times we'll get to spend time with each other like on on the weekends, that's our time. Like we'll say, like Saturday would be date night. You know, we're going out. That's that's what we do. You know, you have to spend quality time with your children, with your spouse. You have to find that time, and you have to unwind because I'm I'm. I always tell people I'm an introvert with extroverted tendencies. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I I like to stay on the inside, right? But yeah. I can I can I can do a, I can be an extrovert when I need to be. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I stay, you know, I stay to myself. So um, even with the conferences and, uh, you know, my kitchen conversation is on you know, Thursdays and uh, other Bible studies and things that of that nature, I kind of space it out. You know, yeah. you know, space, you have to space things out, especially when you have family, especially when you have little children. Well, my children not, are not little anymore. They're 13 and 14. And I have an oldest one is 26. So, so it's just now they on their phones. They'd rather be on their phones than be with their mama. So, <laughs> so it's a little bit easier now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Um, and I was wondering, like, if there's a broken young lady who may be watching this, um, who may possess a lot of greatness and potential, but she finds that her candle of hope and faith appear to be, uh, dimming what advice would you would you give her i would tell her first of all i would tell her that god loves you and there's nothing you can do about it hmm. and then i'll tell her that she's not the only one that's been through things she's not the only one that experienced heartache you're not the only one that feels like you've been abandoned you're not the only one that feels like you've been abused but even in your abuse, even in your abandon, abandonment, God was always there, wrapping his arms around you, loving on you, encouraging you. You know, even in the darkest times of your life, you think you, you didn't have anybody. God will send you somebody to uplift you, right? Mm -hmm. So the love that God has for you, even when man or woman have failed you, God still shines his light upon you because mm. you have so much inside you that he wants to come out. Mm. Wow. God wants to use you and heal you everywhere you hurt. Every ounce of you, every, every uh, tittle, every, uh, everything on the inside of you, God wants to heal you everywhere mm. you hurt. He wants you to cast everything that you ever thought about Everything that has ever hurt you, he wants all of that 
He don't want nothing. He don't want nothing less. He want all of that. Just cast it all upon him, and he'll show you what you need to do. Hmm. Wow. Uh, amen. Amen. That uh, that ministered to me. I'm have to watch this myself. <laughs> amen. Yeah. Praise God. God yes. be the glory. Amen. Thank you. Definitely pearls of wisdom right there. And um, how can people um, reach you or contact you? So you can go to my website. Um, you can go to uh, or, you know, on all of my social media platforms, it is I am Dr. Toya. I am Dr. Toya. It's on all of my social media platforms, Instagram, so, uh, Facebook, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I don't really t tweet a lot, but if I'm on there, it's I am Dr. Toya. So those are my three uh, social media platforms, or you can uh, contact me. I have a contact form on my website, toyaspencer.org, and you know, book me for any upcoming events, uh, inspirational speaking, uh, uplifting events, prayer. I'm an uh, intercessor. Uh, I'm a, a prayer warrior. So anything you know that you need, you know, book me for. Contact me. You know, vending, uh, even to be a vendor. You know, just. Uh, just contact me. Okay. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Well, thank you again for being a bridge over troubled waters. And always remember to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. Thank you so much for, again, coming on. I definitely no, appreciate it. No problem. I enjoyed myself. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to another awesome podcast episode. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you've been greatly, greatly blessed and um, possibly set free as well. And um, thank you just so much for uh, coming on this journey with me. And um, just remember that, you know, with God, all things are possible. And there's nothing, 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 nothing. Did I say nothing? There's nothing mm -hmm. that is too hard for God. That's right. So as always, this is BDP, Brian David Porter, living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Until next time, you guys be blessed. Love y'all to life. Amen. Bye, guys.